G'day, g'day. How's it going? All right, so I've got a little bit of a bigger cast today. We actually have Anton here on time, ready to go. So, hello. Hello, Anton. Um, you guys were here, they were here last week. You would have saw uh, we had the entire team in the end with Anton. Uh, and today our guest is Sequisha. So we thought we'd bring in uh, Sequisha. I've, I've been wanting to get him on for ages on a, on a podcast just because he's got really good banter and he's really he's been around the taco for a long time. And he's the only person on Twitch who can really shut down any person about a mustache. So um, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice to have Sequisha on here. So you're um, on like Mark Four or something, right? This is like your third or fourth one. Yeah. So I think I started it about two, three months ago. So I'm gonna send all the people who ask me for tips. I'm gonna send them to you because you. I just got say like you a, come out the like right testicles and into the right vagina, and it's perfect. <laughs> all you need to do. That's right. It's got nothing to do with anything but genetics. So my problem is mine grows, but I can't, I, I don't know how to make it neat. It just always <laughs> looks like I'm homeless. <laughs> I'm joining you. <laughs> so, um, everyone here's got facial hair except for uh, uh, Sigma and Anton. So. No, I have facial hair. I can't prove it, but I do. <laughs> take, a photo, dread. take a photo of your no, chin. I don't. I don't have dreads. I remember you asked me that before. I don't have dreads. I thought I saw a picture of you like working on one of your little like computers. Did you ever get that computer no. running, by the way? No. no. It was a dead P CPU. I tried three motherboards and four types of RAM. Okay. And I mean... Did they replace it? Yeah, I got my money back. But for all the CPU, <laughs> yeah, all the motherboards and all the RAM? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they gave you the money back. They were like, hey, well, what the fuck did you do with all this equipment? It's all like scuffed <laughs> up and like there's dust on it. It's all sticky. Did I say three? I meant one motherboard. One motherboard. One, not three, bro. That's so many. Righto. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Tarkov, of course, and uh, some other stuff going around Twitch. And just, yeah, just in general, just the usual banter and talking shit on not Veritas. We never talk shit on Veritas. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll start off with the most recent thing we uh, had last. Last week we spoke to Nikita and uh, Nikita was on and we said, hey, wouldn't it be a good idea if you added barter trades for dog tags? Um, like 100 dog tags. We didn't say anything specific, like 100 dog tags for like an item case or a thick item case or whatever. And it would be actually a really interesting um, way that you could reward people doing pvp in tarkov and then at the end of it you would be like hey i've got enough dog tags now for this really cool case that's worth heaps and so then nikita came in and i i don't know them all off the top of my head but it's like a hundred dog tags for a scav case it's a hundred and forty dog tags with 20 more being high level for a i case and uh for LEDX, a, right? there's a ledx one as well yeah ledx is yeah, I'll let I want Veritas to start on this because firstly it was originally his idea, and then secondly he's actually got some more ideas to add on it to make it a lot better. Yeah, so the original idea that I had, like the example, was um a hundred, a hundred dog tags for um a thick weapon case. Now the reasoning for that was oh sorry, and it was a hundred unique found in raid dog tags. So unique meaning that you can't have like, you know, 300 copies of the same like three tags from your buddies that you farmed. 
um, which would get rid of the ability to, you know, just to cheese it with your buddies. And then obviously found in raid, meaning that you can't just buy them in mass on the flea market. Um, and the reasoning for the number was that when I looked through a dog tag case, um, based on the average level, it ended up being worth about 1.2-ish million rubles. Um, and at the time, the thick weapon case was worth somewhere between 4 and 5. So it's basically getting a 4 to 5x return um, compared to if you were to sell the dog tags. And it's not cheesable. And it's something that, you know, with 100, it makes it so that you're not going to be getting dozens of them a day, right? It, it, just by the, the fact that it's a big number, it's going to be limiting it. Um, so, yeah, the whole point was to, um, to try to promote PvP um, while preventing uh, the ability for anybody to cheese it. Um, and when the, the trades that came out, when they first came out, I talked to Nikita because um, they weren't great in terms of value. Like a lot of them ended up losing you money, especially if you didn't have the minimum level. You know, like if it was, if it required level 10 tags, if you traded all level 15 tags, you were losing tons of money. So I recommended he changed the values. They were here. I recommended like here. And then he changed them to like here. <laughs> so it's still possible to make money off of, um, off of the trades. Um, but it's much less profit. And there are cases in which if you just did like fill all, you could potentially lose money just depending on the tags you have. So. I feel like it should be very simple. It should be just like, hey, I've got 100 dog tags. I can be lazy and make profit. Or I could be like really pedantic and just make more profit, you know? But it shouldn't be like touch and go. Like I need exactly level 10 to 20 dog tags. Yeah. Because like, otherwise, what am I going to do? I'm going to farm custom specifically, trying to go for the people, trying to get their bronze pocket watches. And then I'm like a jerk the entire day, just, you know, killing people in construction. Right, that right. is pretty fun. The average level tag I have is 36. For I have, I think I have about a thousand dog tags right now, and and the average is level 36. So that's just something to keep in mind. And that's over a whole wipe, though. No, that's only the last month. Last 45 minutes, but a hundred, a thousand dog tags. <laughs> not, not quite that. <laughs> Anton, you awake? Well, weren't we gonna talk about the whole level thing? How instead of a hundred, it would be like you need a thousand, and each level would add towards. So yeah. thirty level thirty plus level fifty would be equal to eighty. That would be a better way of doing it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even what the math would be like. to yeah to so that the, said price or what? So the idea that um, Veritas actually also spoke about was um, and I, I bumped into it like I was listening in the stream, and um, he was saying how. Instead of having 100 level 10 or higher dog tags, you just have 8,000 levels worth of dog tags. So the way it would work is if you had, what's that, like 20 level 50s? Um, you would get... Two level hand, 50s versus one, uh, versus 10 level 10s, tens. right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. No, no, Veritas, let Pest do the math. I like watching this. 20 level 50s is 1,000, <laughs> all right? I quick math that. But I mean, um, it makes sense because the dog tags are worth 450 rubles per level. To therapist, no so just make it per level. Um, and Nikita said it's possible. It just means more work on their end. Uh, so but that's their job. That would be much better because I guess a level 60 dog tag will go for the level 30 trade, but it's 60k. 
So if an item was 100k, you could do 250s or 5 level 20. It'd be kind of nice. And, and that could work with all the barter trades, though, with, with dog tags, yeah. I feel. There's a lot of dog tag trades, I'm just like, not worth it. I mean, most of them are you're losing money. Um, you've been a bit of a hiatus from Tarkov, Sequisha. What have yeah. you been up to? I've just been playing everything, all kinds of stuff to, you know, keep me occupied. Because, like, it's, it's in a weird state right now, you know? Like, it's, it's been way too long for a fucking wipe, in my opinion. Oh, and, uh, then, like, you know, I, I understand why, you know, they had a large influx of new players. They had the whole drops thing and, and like moving. Yeah. I know we we're going to touch on the drop stuff later, but there's one thing in particular that I'm kind of concerned about because the drops kind of brought like, you know, a lot of new people and a lot of new discoverability to Tarkov on Twitch or in general. Um, but if they do the drops at any point in time soon, which they will, It'll either continue to trash up the economy or like if they do it before a wipe, people are going to be like, well, they're wiping a game and I haven't gotten to use all my drops yet. You know, people are going to be complaining about that. And if they do it after the wipe, it's going to completely fuck the economy again because um, it just injects so way too much high value shit. There should be um, no drops. I mean, I mean, the, the, the economy has been fucked for a long yeah. time. And like all the important shit that I love about the game, like fresh wipe when everyone's like, hey, you got an AKS-74U and you could finally, you got the little fucking B-11, you can finally put a sight on a gun, I'm going to go murder everyone. You know, like that feeling is what I really like about Tarkov. Not when, because like no one gives a fuck about their loadout right now. Everyone goes and buys all their top tier shit, gets their super mega nerd sweat ergo gun out and like just mows through everybody yeah. or they get wrecked or you get one tap. Like no well, one remember, gives a fuck about the loot they, gear, the, they lose right now. So yeah. that's why I'm not playing. It felt like two years ago that everyone was complaining about 60 rounders and then like it seemed like they were making them harder. I, I think I've heard Nikita say they wanted them to make it make it harder, and now it's just become easier. Yeah, it's become yeah. easier and easier over time. Fucking, it's very it's very casual right now, in my opinion. That's why I haven't been playing it. So I know that hurts to hear, but no, I yeah, get no, it. That, they did a good job on the ammo. I think the ammo is pretty cool. Just making it super rare because not everyone has good ammo right now. The BT became, has become very popular, but the, the issue now is everyone's just like, well, I could just go ASVL now, and it's not that bad. Yeah. And that's like, like what, all we see. When was the last time you, you killed somebody and you, you looted them, and you're like, oh my god, they got all this crazy shit, they're going to be so upset? When was the last time that happened? Well, I did hardcore check. I'm doing playing. hardcore. So yes. it's I mean, if, if you, yeah, I mean, if you catch somebody, <laughs> like, that's got like, I, I get loot. Yeah. I haven't oh, had that man. feeling though in Tarkov and I. I kill some people when I see someone with a knife. I've been killing some people and they're like 100 meters away, and I'm like, I know they're geared, and I'm like, I can't be fucked walking that far. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I did that with Baddie today. Yeah. I was did some duos today, and I was just like, I actually, I was just before I did duos with Baddie. I killed a, a guy that was like pretty far away, and I was like, eh. And it's like, let's it's go like, the other yeah. way. It's like, home. <laughs> yeah. reset. I mean, I was, yeah, I was... don't, don't get me wrong. I love the game. Like, I can't wait to like, for it to be in a state that I'm really, you know, like a wipe is like, I'll be all over it. And plus, like, I know, like, uh, I wanted to take a break. So I wasn't burned out on the game by the time. Like, it's good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel all. yeah. Do you, the, the, off the topic of like specific, specifically Tarkov, but on Tarkov streamers, do you feel like, um, especially the older Tarkov streamers being like my, all of us, we've been around the Tarkov scene for a very long time. Uh, you look at people like clean and, um, 
like Deadly Slob, Markstrom, Cotton, and and the guys that have played Tarkov since the start. Do you feel like that people are getting more comfortable branching out into the variety now? Because I've in the past it would just be like everyone just grinding on Tarkov, just yeah, yeah. I mean, some people do it, and like you know, it's it's good in the end. I mean, like it, it, that's like more of a streaming thing, you know. It's like kind of like uh, yeah. a lot of people feel like they they have to play the one game, otherwise, you know, once viewership drips or starts dropping, they feel like they're fucking up. So, I mean, you know, you you yeah. got to take the hit, uh, the viewership hit to do that, and in the end, it works out better for you, but it takes time, and you have to be confident yeah. in it. But yeah. I feel you do like at this stage. You, you, if you keep streaming Tarkov, you will you stream to diminishing returns. Uh, if you keep going like every day, you'll get less and less viewers until the wipe, uh, which is just it is what it is. But the um, if you switch around, then you'll be a bit more fresh. But then you might not have as much devoted Tarkov viewership. So it's like the only reason I don't play more like other particularly other games on stream is I can very rarely play another game at the moment for more than an hour before I'm bored. Like, there is just not that, that many games out there that really pique my interest for that much. I've been like... Change another side. game to Tarkov, and it's the same for me. Now I'm... It's taken yeah. two years, but now I'm to the point where it's like... There's, there's no reason to play, you know? Like, I could go back into Diablo 2, and I know every single item, but still, the you know, being able to, like, have a... 2% chance of dropping this one particular thing or you know like th there's reasons to play those games and right now I just don't see much reason other than making your ruble count grow I mean that's it you don't mean Tarkov? Like, yeah I, oh, I mean Tarkov, like I, I was telling my chat that like most wipes there's something game breaking to like make people stop playing like gamma glitching or door glitching or the server pop just dies. If the server pop dies, it gets boring. But I mean, at the moment, unless you hate the weight system, it's still pretty good. Still have fun killing people. Yeah, I'm still enjoying myself. Yeah. I mean, every other survival enjoying. game has nothing to do, really. It's, I don't know. I'm still enjoying it. I'm just uh, at a point where it's like you, you're doing the same thing every raid. So it's like you, you are running around just uh, smashing people. I don't think I could do it like to the point where I'm like 18 hours a day nonstop, like I would do it a wipe. I, yeah. I, I need to need to take a break. Like even like Anton, you play, you stream a lot and you're playing dead side and stuff like that. Yeah. They need so, to make so. like some guns just like crazy rare, like not one, but like, I don't know. They could make There's like nothing rare. a dozen items that are just like, if you see it, it's like Sequisha was saying just before. You're like, what? He's got it. Exactly. Not you like, know? oh, he flea marketed it. He bought twenty off the flea market. Like, did literally. Oh, that's the whole thing too. Yeah, the whole found and raid thing we've been talking about for a long time. I uh, I came up with that by the way, a really long time ago. Okay, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, oh my god, you ruined the game. <laughs> no, I that would really that would really fucking help. Just found and raid only, or like, but there's other things too. Like, say if they had drop items, this is one thing that might actually help the game a lot. Uh, for the items that you get that are dropped, maybe if they were stamped with something else. You know how a Founded Rain has that little check mark? What if, like, a drop item had, like, some type of little fucking dumb, like, little Twitch badge on it or something? So you're like, you know it's Origin, and you can and cannot do certain things with it, like reselling it on the flea market, for instance. You can vendor it, you know, but I don't know. I think things like that would be... I mean, they, they already know how to employ it. It's not like it would be out of scope for for something for them to do, but... I don't yeah, think I think... people want it, but blacklisting certain guns on the flea market would be black market 
Blacklist, HK's, M4's, oh, Val's. Yeah. There's two two really simple things I think would make it would it, that makes sense in the lore of the game and in the design of the game would be a lot of the quest items, if not all of the quest items, should be like the Golden Pocket Watch, where they're not items in the same sense as anything else. Yep. So you need it's essentially like you can't buy it and you need to extract with it, which basically is kind of like halfway to the way that people say, get rid of the gamma containers and whatever. It's um, that it solves the problem of the flea market and it requires that you extract. So do that. And then the second thing is, is that you shouldn't be able to sell on the flea market anything that you can buy from a trader. And they could easily make that make sense by saying the trader wouldn't let you buy their shit and then sell it down the road for more. Right. Like especially a Russian gangster, they come and break your kneecaps. Right. Like just make it so that you can't do that. Anything that's available yeah. from the traders. I mean, they could well, I mean, like a little nothing... stamp on the item for that. You know, like, hey, this is a fucking trader item. This one's found in raid. They could have several or both. This one's a fucking drop. Up. This one's a Nikita special that he sent you personally. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Sorry, Sigma. You were going to say something. No, you're fine. I was just thinking, like, if I, you know, find a box of BS ammo because that's sellable from proper, does that mean I can't sell it on the flea market now? Or are you just saying designate it? Like anything that you buy from a trader has that stamp and then you can't resell that stack of ammo. I don't know. I mean, I think either are worth discussing. Well, um, I think the reason is so that people don't buy it all just to resell in the flea market. Right, right. If we could cut that down, I think that would be... That yeah, would the be reselling cool. of stuff is the biggest well, problem. I think that's just like to... every reset, like 995. Like you just see like hundreds of people with 140 995 for sale. And I it doesn't work right slightly now. Slightly more expensive. The issue... It's bad ammo. This, 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 the some, issue there is, is something wrong with that. We could come up with a thousand ideas here. But the problem is, the core problem is, Battlestate Games doesn't use wipes as a testing process, right? They could be yeah. like, they could just straight up be like, hey, don't freak out, but for the next three months, we're doing a wipe. It's going to be designated wipe from, you know, May 1st until August 1st. There we go. There <laughs> and we go. <laughs> three months, and we're not going to have, it's founding rate only for the flea market. You could use whatever you want. Like whatever yeah. testing, pro like you can make it, it doesn't really matter what, but you could just, they could use these periods and say, this is three months, this wipe, and we're testing this during it. And they can release whatever patches they want, both sides of it. And that's that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that'd be great because yeah. people would know what to expect. People could form events around it. Like, hey, we're coming up to the end of the wipe. This is fucking, this is everything must go liquidation sale, you know, like a, or whatever, yeah. whatever it might be. And the yeah, best thing is Path like of Exile does the exact same thing. They do their, their league every three-ish months. And then with the three months, um, I go, like, I personally just go, all right, I'm not doing the next league. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take three months off Path of Exile. And I play a lot of Path of Exile off stream. It's my, like, my chill out game. Um, and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to skip the next league and I'll play the one after. Because I know in three months' time, the next one's going to be sweet. And I can just play that one instead. And so for people that don't want to commit... Oh, I'm gonna you know level up again or do all the other stuff. They can just be like, oh, I'm gonna sit out one, and then play the one after. And then they, and they could be like, I don't like the idea of this one. I'll sit out this one and try the next one after it. I just think they should be using the game. If they say it is that we're testers, they should give us ways of testing properly and test theories yeah. and economies and. I mean, I'd like, and I know like this, people bounce around this idea a bunch. I've been hearing it for a long time about the way that Path of Exile does leagues. 
Tarkov originally, I didn't think it would have been a good idea for them to do leagues, but they have the player base now. Uh, originally, when we we're bouncing that around, they didn't really have the player base, and it would have fractured the player base. What could have like really screwed the game. But uh, now they have the player base where they could be like, okay, hey, we're gonna do the wipe. Everything that's in that current wipe is dropping down to the standard league, where everybody's got all their shit. You know, I mean, standard league and fucking Path of Exile, you know, is like nuts anyway with the economy. But people still play it because they don't want to lose all their shit. You know, they're doing like super high end stuff. Um, the new leagues with wipes, I think, would work really well. People would be a lot more, uh, you know, accepting for it. Um, they're like, is that oh, like I ladder can... and non-ladder with yep. in D two in Diablo. Yep, yeah. yep, exactly. The same. So at the so at the end of the season, would would everybody fall across. off into the the okay? So that that bucket keeps getting bigger. Yep. And then anybody who wants to stay up to date is in. Okay, yeah. They have I the believe. player base for it now. I think it could work, but you know, it's up to them, really. That's what Path of Exile does every single three months, every season. The, the more problem. specific. Go ahead, Anton. When has Battlestate ever released a patch on time? <laughs> I, the, I mean, they I don't even need rude. to do it with a patch. They could literally just be like, this is the three month period, and whatever stable version they have at that three month, they just release it with. Yeah, it would be really nice to have super direct communication about the data that they're trying to gather. And the more specific they get about the data that they want to analyze, the, the better results they're going to have at the end anyway. And I mean, more communication, nobody's going to be upset about that. I saw someone in chat, it's like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. See, we found one of our standard league players right there. You can go play <laughs> the standard league, buddy. <laughs> I just wonder, like, what's the, what's the goal, though, is the thing. Like, nobody ever talks about I or at least I've never heard what do they want like what what would the 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 like successful results at the end of the three months be everybody has average 1.8 million rubles and you know like what what's the what are we looking for what are we trying to, to go for it would be whatever they want as a progression curve for the game how a casual player would be at one certain point as person that plays eight hours a day six days a week would be at a certain point and like the skill progression would be at a certain point and then they base off how much do they massage it each way they would know like you know when they do the drops event like we inserted another 150 billion rubles into the economy right <laughs> they would know if they have the capability of saying that with drops they would know how much money is in tarkov right now and then they would be able to go all right we can i know they actually they They've banned people who had excessive amounts of money in their in their stashes from duping back in the day. So they have to have some sort of capability of detecting it. So yeah, they they, they um Battlestar Games should use all that information to discover what kind of curve they want their economy and their gameplay. Because everyone's got to play like a playtime before they get bored and good. You know, like they need to work out what what's the casual friendly side, what's the sweaty player side, how do you balance it all out? There's people that play World of Warcraft, as you were saying, Sequisha earlier, that they'll play World of Warcraft Classic and it'll take them literally six months to get to level sixty. And they're loving it the whole time. Right. And there's also the yeah, people yeah. that want to be level sixty in, I don't know, like a week. I can't remember how long classic takes, but it's about a week or two. Yeah. Um Did I answer your Veritas? I mean Yes, but I guess I, I I want like someone like Nikita or someone to say what do they want because they said we're going to make these changes and then we'll see how it goes. But 
I think we have like this theoretical idea for what they want with the game. Some people say there's too much money. Some people say it's too hard to make money. It's too easy to make money. And I, I just don't know like what what we're shooting for, right? Like I can say if it feels good for me or if it feels good at the beginning of a wipe or at the end of a wipe. But like I, especially given what Nikita said last time um, about saying, well, I don't know what what features we're going to be dropping and, you know, how much we're going to be doing with everything. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's the game going to look like? I don't know how many people in chat have said, oh, the game's not finished, as if that's, like, some sort of argument against let's not, like, let's not figure out where the game should go or try to critique it. Like, no, obviously, someone needs to think about it. Otherwise, I think we're at risk of them adding a couple of new maps, 50 new guns, and saying the game's done. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. I... I <laughs> There's no I, game here. I actually kind of feel like that's the way it's going to end up heading, and then they'll just move over to DLCs. Because the, the way Nikita spoke last time, and I love this game, and I love you know the development team. I love how passionate they are. But I feel like they don't have a, a very precise development plan. It does, it's, if they do, it feels very wishy-washy to me. Like, we were talking two years ago when they were talking about, like, oh, we're adding the arena next year or in the next six months. The compass is only two patches yeah. away. Like, if it was only a few patches away, it would have been here a long time ago. You know? Yeah, in 2017, there was an article about releasing the hideout in just a few months. I remember yeah, seeing that article. Right. I mean, yeah. have, you guys heard, have you guys heard anything about open world? Like, has Nikita ever talked about we that? We spoke about it um, I think earlier this year. I think we did a podcast around January. It might have been what December. He and he said it's, it's still happen. 100% on the plan. He said it's still... That, that's where they want. They, they, they because, believe... Like, that, that was always their excuse for the economy before, is was like they wanted things to be easy to get for us to test. But it's like we're three years now, you know? Like, the game at the moment has to make sense, too. Well, yeah, and like part of the part of the problem is like okay, so the 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 game loop for going into a raid and completing it and extracting it is awesome, solid. The game loop then the the next layer out from that is you know within like your inventory and your progression through the traders and your hideout. That's like all really well done too. And then beyond that, like the next layer outside of that is from the beginning of the wipe to the end of the wipe. That's what the game loop is. So. That's the next layer out, and that's what needs improvement. Um, because 100%. waiting fucking six to eight months for I, I don't even I don't even remember when the last wipe was. It had to have been at least six months ago. It was well, I mean, it was going to be open world, and the traders are out in the world, and all of these other big nebulous things. That now I feel like Nikita's walked back, and now it's like, well, what's the vision for the game? Because I don't think that when people say, oh, the quests are placeholders, and the RPG skills are placeholders, and all these other things are placeholders, and it's like. Okay, so someone needs to think, um, because I don't know that Nikita has like the mental cycles to like run the engineering team and also like design the game. Totally, I, someone's got to figure out where the game's going to be. Otherwise, I really think it's like Tarkov is. It went from being forty percent complete, at least in my understanding, over the last couple of years, to now I think it's like ninety-two percent complete. Uh, but I, I hope I'm wrong. Their roadmap's kind of crazy. The the trader, the, I think the next next iteration is that open world trader or the map trader will be Lighthouse. So that will be our first instance of having a trader open world map, map-wise, where you can buy stuff from and that you have to get out with it. Alive. I can almost, I'd almost be willing to gamble both my testicles that Lighthouse and Streets of Tarkov <laughs> aren't coming both? out this year. No, no, no. They're yeah, not coming yeah, out, definitely. what? 
I don't reckon both of those will be out this year. I reckon they'll be lucky to be won by the end of the year. I think the Lighthouse. I think they they don't want to launch Streets of Talk of how they launched um, Shoreline half-half, then have to rework everything again because they added the second part and all the problems that they've added. So I think they're going to try and finish Streets of Tarkov fully before before they give it to us. But it's like, okay, so that's another year to get two more maps. And they said there's three maps left because they've got to get I would, I would like to well. see Suburbs more than anything else. Yeah, like a little town. Because yeah. that would feel more like, put into street, like some man. daisy... Daisy mod Cherneris type of like little crappy fucking houses. I feel like you could get some really interesting combat. Like the like what we all wanted for Shoreline in the swamp area in the town where you see in the videos, but never actually fucking ever had. You always just find some <laughs> naked with a shotgun in there. <laughs> you know, know. At least put scavs there. Yeah. Something to do. In the swamp. You talking about yeah, in sure. the swamp? Yeah. I mean the swamp would be cool. There's no loot really. There's one crate and one there's, building out of this. about seven stashes around there. Oh, yeah. around I'm sorry, I'm two I don't know the stashes. I think we there's just need to wait. Two walking spine, and they scared the living shit out of me. And they were just regular AI scavs. Never saw them there before. Between uh, construction and spine on shoreline, uh, yeah, I about fell over. That was cool. <laughs> I was happy. Um, It'd be good if, like, in the future, they they try and uh, bring this game to the modding community. I think, like, uh, to allow people to try and make this uh, into a bigger, more ooh. open world thing. I mean, I I don't think that's gonna happen because of how kind of like this is a passion project. You know, this is like lifelong yeah. like ideals like put into this. I don't think they're gonna let because you know modders end up really kind of trashing things up too. They might bring some interesting ideas, but I don't think that's going to happen personally. And the code needs to be modularized to the point where you can basically plug in mods and yeah. have them work. And I, I think yeah. it's probably far too spaghettified to make that not like a complete rewrite. You know, um, I, ju I just want a Tarkov CSGO mod. That would be fun okay. or to use a mod. Okay, so cool. At this point, they could make they could make Tarkov two before they could fix Tarkov one. I think if they just started over with what with what Nikita knows and what. Part of me just wishes they just fucking right. go make Tarkov 2 from the ground up, you know, with netcode and anti-cheat and everything, like, from day one and performance and maybe a different engine. And but I think the it, the engine is probably the biggest weakness. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because, like, there's a lot of things they're doing. Like, uh, Unity has some really good performance stuff in it. Of course, it has its hang-ups, too. But uh, Unity is incredibly powerful, and I mean, obviously, it's like one of the best-looking Unity games, I think, because of their like shader oh, artists and everything else. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, there's Unity has its own problems, but I think they've done a really good job of working on it. And I like believe, some of the other engines have the same problems. To be, I don't believe the stutters will ever end on Unity. I've spoken like I'm not a very I'm not I'm just a gamer, but I've spoken to a fair few people now that work with Unity and that garbage dumping that Nikita was talking about. That's something that's just a common problem with Unity games. Yeah, the garbage collection. Yeah, and Rust too, because Rust is on that too, and I I played that for a very long time. They they share very similar like a lot of nuances that they both have the same type of problems. But every every engine has their own shit like that, you know. I'm interviewing the the guy that posted the stutter fix stuff on Reddit that that kind of went viral. Um, I'm literally talking to him tomorrow, and I'm gonna try to because he's got a bunch of information about like the tick rate and how maybe it doesn't match there's like a whole bunch of things that that uh that i think can still be improved 
Um, so we'll see how that goes. Is that tomorrow. on your podcast thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So awesome. I swear yeah, every Unity game has the same issue. It's like, yeah, you can dupe items really easy. Every time you fight someone, the game locks up and uh the uh the game just runs terribly. Just Did you ever find out? I don't remember it locking up as much as it used to. Because there were sometimes, anytime you got shot at by like a fully auto weapon, they, like I guess because it was doing all the bullet calculations client side on your side, so your shit would just fucking freeze while you're getting mowed down by somebody. The higher rate of fire, it seemed like the yeah, more likely. Fire rate was linked to FPS as well. So I mean, you dropped your own FPS by shooting full auto and just everything just went too shite. I don't know about you guys, but I've been dying behind walls more than ever. Yeah, it feels it feels the almost the worst it's ever been in the last yeah. week, uh, with netcode and with the stutters. It, it it got better, and then it feels like they reverted the changes that they made. And yeah, it's been it's like they reverted it because it caused problems, and then some shit. The stutters are okay right now, but I, I think mean... that um, I'm getting way better frames right now. But yeah, I, the frames, reserve frames in particular, but it makes the stutters more noticeable. Have you, like when no when do when you actually do get a lock up because I'm getting like a hundred frames on every map now, but when I do get a lock up, it's like well there it comes, and then it's like I swear they're like five seconds long. They do seem they, longer. They always come at the wrong time, and that that's why it feels like an eternity. Yeah, I actually had a really random idea today. Um, it was about extracting on maps. I'm like, why can't you just extract on any border of the map that's not a cliff, wall, or ocean? water base you know what i mean like literally just has a like extracts around the entirety of the map every direction and you could go in and out of a map in any direction in that i know this is really Talk out about there shoreline shoreline well, bro it's, it's like so isn't it surrounded by a map or by a wall and water but what i'm saying what is like you just have you just have extra spots because if they want to go down this open world thing and I was talking about today, you would ruin all extract campers. Majority, every map except for reserve has um, all their loot in the center of the map. So it doesn't really matter where you would extract from because you'd run towards the, you know, the, where the loot parts are and all that. And I, do, I don't see how the extracts are actually concerned about if you, there was more extract. It's like they added two extracts mm -hmm. to interchange. It didn't really do anything because they were shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like you don't want to add too many exits because then you the hatchet runners can just leave. Like if people will hatchet run interchange, spawn at the power plant, loot the building, and take the car, and then someone who uh, may have deserved the car more can't take it. I mean, I think Shoreline would maybe be the only map that needs a new exit. Maybe interchange, but make a rock passage a paracord. I want ha I want hatcheters like to spawn five minutes late. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I've heard that so many times that making you know the hatchlings. If you come in with nothing, you have to spawn five minutes late. Like, yeah. and it's. I feel like that was a little happening. bit more sense. The issue with that but, is you just come in with the macro of ensure it and just throw. So, it. yeah, we've had that combo least, in my channel yeah. like quite a bit, and we were all comparing our basic loadout or an early loadout, and we were saying, you know, it's not worth like twenty five grand. Have you guys seen the new uh, have you guys seen the new hatchet meta? They put no. one ruble in each of their pocket so that yeah. when they control yeah. click, it instantly goes mm -hmm. into their game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Hey, that's that's genius. Oh yeah, is anything less Very valuable fun. than one ruble per slot? I don't think like, so. nope. I don't think so. <laughs> nope. The the dignity, I guess. I was always wondering about that because that's well, it... that's on labs all the time. You kill a hatchling or a pistling on labs. Well, he just has a bunch of shit in his pockets, yeah. And there's four rubles in his pockets. And I was always like, he's just a troll. Like he's just trying, but that actually makes sense. I don't know why I never thought about that. Yeah, I thought it was a troll. All right, I, I still maintain that hatchlings just aren't like I. I don't care. I just don't care. Um, they're a symptom of the problem, not the problem. Like the problem is risk reward, and there there are certain types of play styles that people want to play that they would enjoy. Let them play and let them enjoy it that way. And then some people do it because they it's the only way they can make money, and that's the, the, I think a the bigger issue. Solution is well, there's two. Your your risk versus versus reward make it make re combat more rewarding. But the other one is just make dynamic loot spawns around the entire yeah. map. And then Absolutely. they can come in with a hatchling, but they're probably going to spend 15 minutes to find one good piece of loot. So, Bro, dynamic loot would be that, an end game in itself. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. That would be great, because then, that, you know, it would actually take scouring through the map to figure find the good shit, which is what not I just, enjoy doing. Personally. Not just the same room with the same crate, like, separate them every time. Yeah, the, only, yeah. the biggest reason why hatchlings suck is because they can just go to the... The place with, you know, like on factory, right to the safe, that's like the only thing that has value. Um, but if that's not the only place that has value, then it doesn't matter. They're just less likely to make it to whatever random loot there is. Um, but it, there's no cost to you. You know, I mean, so. that's that's better ideas than destroying the biggest feature in the game for me. Like, I would rather leave hatchlings at all than destroy the gamma with a stupid chain because it's it's the best thing in the game. At the moment. Yeah, I don't want to see the gamma. The key leader. feature of the game. The more I think yeah. about people saying that you shouldn't be able to put items in the gamma, I, I, the more I think it just doesn't. It, I, I deliberately put myself in shitty situations to make it harder for me to play the game, like hardcore challenge. I've done lots of other different stuff where it's like, all right, if I was new to the game right now and I was trying to play this game and I couldn't use the container, fuck that. Like, it would be rough. Yeah. Um,. I think dynamic spawns are, are, that seems like the most reasonable and fun uh, solution. It would be um, fun. And yeah. that's the problem though, Mike. Most hatchlings aren't shit players that have no money. They yeah. they know what they're going for. Most of them are probably super rich. They just don't want to take out gear when they're playing by themselves. They only want to take out gear when they're playing with their mates. So they're like, spawn in, they, know, they have every good key, and they just charge directly towards it. And they probably most of them have like hundreds of millions of rubles they just don't want to spend it right because they're garbage yeah they i mean they could make it so like fighting people is just heaps more valuable like dog tags that are found in raid that aren't off your teammates just make them like 200 times the cost i mean but nikita said the opposite but... He, he said that he wants us to choose between making money and between combat, which to me is like we want hatchlings and we want fully geared guys chasing hatchlings. Like, so so what what about uh, okay? So what you said, slush the uh, dignity thing, you know the rubles or wait, yeah, the, about the rubles in the pockets. What if there was a soft skill for dignity and <laughs> like the more hatchet runs <laughs> you did, like traders wouldn't fuck with you because you're just like, dude, like you don't even fire any guns, dude. But your I legs, like it. Yeah, quads yeah. look nice, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, I said the same thing about hatchlings, just picking up stuff and making it 80% less valuable on the market. So they can't sell it instantly or get 100% of the earnings. What about, what about a timer? When you put something in a gamma, like a little loading oh my bar, God, like no. five seconds. Why? No, no, no. Let's no, add all these because, super no. complicated and annoying Why? rules. Why? It's a secret non issue, bro. You gotta open it. Realism. All you need it's to like do is make the very tippy top tier items not gammable. Right? Make specific items like your T7 sites, make so that can't go into a gamma. Lock out those specific items, and that's it. You don't need to do like random mechanics. But that's how it is today. It is, and I oh, think yeah. I, I like yeah. how it is today. But but people still complain about the problem. So that like the problem isn't fixed; it still exists today. The only the only problem is is that the hatchling gets to the safe and steals your Bitcoin, and you don't get to get mm. the Bitcoin. No, and then I you die fight. on the way out, and they made more money. No, I want to fight. That's what the problem is: is that you load into a map, ready to go. You're all excited. You're playing, and hang with me here. A first-person shooter, and they brought nothing to shoot with. And then you go hauling ass, you know, into interchange or towards the resort, all excited, and you just see a bunch of idiots running around fighting each other with their hatchets. What fun is that? Right. All right, For so me yeah, or my so, audience. Yeah, so we need to the the prime the main problem is we need to remove the incentive. For somebody to beeline towards one particular location because of the value loop and the dynamic spawns would fucking solve that issue yeah so, dynamic yeah. Spawns if they do the eventually do that i mean i don't think it would be that difficult to implement they'd have to figure out some of the shit everything where they have an item i mean the the one thing that would be difficult i think is probably uh the orientation of the item would it be would it sit correctly you know like say if you have like a bitcoin that sits super flat on a surface and then you want to spawn a shotgun there. Is it going to be sticking in the surface? Whatever, they may have to work that out. But that's probably one of the more complicated bits aside from them figuring out, you know, what tier of nodes for each spawn and all that kind of shit. But Make it so every work, item just but... spawns slowly above the ground. And so when the game starts, <laughs> you just hear... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, <laughs> like when you spawn shit in in Skyrim and it just like... Yeah. Lags your game out. Okay. I, I actually broke my Skyrim save once. I, I put all these like uh, bread rolls in my house and then I used like the Fusrodar thing and then hit it and auto saved right as I used it on my Xbox and it just crashed it. And then every time I loaded the save, it would just crash my game because there was just so many bread rolls flying around in my house. <laughs> I spawned a thousand Sonic the Hedgehogs in Skyrim once and it uh, the computer never recovered. Like literally, I ended up throwing the computer out. That was the day. I have an actual question, Sigma. Do you have any issues with people doing pistol runs? No. It's no, and I don't... And we talked about this in my stream the other day. Um, because pistol runs are fun, or trying to do like a zero to hero. You know, I get it. But you're going to spawn five minutes late. Like, that's what we were kind of just talking about, the late spawn thing. Um, I, I don't have an issue with it, but, I, you know, the pistols... You can easily get a 25k loadout or 20k loadout. A 5.7 with mag and ammo is over 25k. Yeah, I like to trick my chat with pistol runs. Whenever I'm lazy, because people will think hatcher runs are noob, I'll just take a pistol and people don't know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, anytime I've run like a slimmer down, like it's just out of impatience because like I'll spend, you know, five to 10 minutes putting a like sick build together going in and getting one shot and then it happens three times like all right we're fucking going in with a tt like this is fucking bullshit you know 
So that's that's most oftentimes when I would go with a, a lower tier loadout. I love it when I do a pistol run and someone comes in my chat and says, Oh, you're just doing hatchet runs again. Oh, you're always promoting this shit. So what I do is the next raid, I actually just take nothing in, no weapon, no nothing, and not even a melee weapon. I'm just like, all right, won't let me hatchet run. I'll just go naked. And it's like, then just go from there. <laughs> I call them ultimate zero to heroes. And strangely enough, they do well sometimes. Yeah. In the distance, though, your arms flay all around like this, though. If anyone sees you, they're like, I have, I have seen a few people do that. Like one guy just running along, going, oh, yeah. <laughs> they lean, their their arms are like circling around, whatever. I've it's seen like, that. Before. I identify yeah. as an attack helicopter. <laughs> oh, yeah. So funny. So you had to throw that computer away, Veritas. Yeah, well, it, it blue screened, and then it was a really shitty, uh, it was a really shitty computer. That so, yeah, I just ended up. Awesome. I had to throw a monitor away one time, but I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that on here. Oh, what, what's the what's our what's our language and all that stuff? It going up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's nothing super bad like that. And don't go looking this up, by the way, folks. But I went out of town, and my younger brother was staying with me. He left. There was this is when uh, I was playing World of Warcraft way back. CRT monitor. He left meat spin running on my on my uh, computer. <laughs> Turned the screensavers and all that shit off. So when I came back, I had like an oblong like circle burned into my fucking monitor. And I oh read no! <laughs> thing was up in like the like the six figures because I had to take a picture. No, why would I take a picture of that? <laughs> why wouldn't you take a picture? Are you kidding me? I don't. Bitch. <laughs> no, it's like that. Like that. Good picture. There's at least like early people mid- in chat right now going, "What the fuck is a meat spin?" Yeah, it was like the mid two thousands. No. I did my disposable uh, camera. My, pla- my first plasma TV just had the Halo HUD on it, just permanently. You just be watching TV, and it's just like, hell yeah, going good, Master Chief. I used to go to these <laughs> LAN parties, and they're called the Pov Smash Up. And um, if you won a tournament, you would get a you get one of the prizes. And so I won one of the CS tournaments, and the prize was to smash a CRT monitor with a sledgehammer. So what they do is they get all these old <laughs> CRT monitors donated to them. And then at the end of like the, the all the, the tournaments and that, we'd go outside and we'd have like these big old CRT like seventeen inch monitors yeah. and just like wail them with a sledgehammer, the bassiest noise. It was so oh, much it fun. Oh, it is. Yeah, the glass was so thick, man. On those, yeah, and on OHS those these yeah. days would never allow that. Like some kid would like get a piece, piece of glass stuck in him and be like the end of that. Yeah. There's a lot of voltage in those too, like uh, or a lot of like stuff in the capacitors in those. It's really dangerous. This yeah, isn't it like phosphorus in the screen as well? Probably. You're not blowing yourself up. <laughs> They're good fun. Though. Phosphorus. Yeah, yeah I think because who's Mike? Because it's, it's a cathode cathode ray tube, so like it shoots like electrons at the phosphorus on the back of the screen to light it up. I think for memory, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, my <laughs> FBI um, just tuned in. I just want to move on to it and another topic, um, which is it's Tarkov related, um, because we're we're going to get him again, which is the drops thing. Um, obviously, I got a lot more popularity after the drops event in December, and um, it brought a lot of hype around Tarkov. The drops went for seven days, and I streamed in those seven days 140 hours, which if you do the math, too much. Um, it was, it's just under 100, 
40 hours, like 137 hours. And um, I think it was around 19, 19 and a half hours a day I streamed. And, um, and I, like, cause I, it was obvious why I did it. Like it, it was super hyped. Everyone was around and I had massive viewership. In Valorant right now, there is like three streams 24-7 running VODs. And that's because people are using them to farm beta keys. And my fear mm. is when Tarkov does another like seven-day drop event, if they do it, um, will these kind of people just come and be like, hey, I'm going to run VODs 24-7 on Tarkov because um, one of the streamers on... on Valorant right now, he's been holding 100,000 plus the whole time. He's also gone from about 3,500 subs, to my understanding, to over 35,000. Now, the, the yeah, so the incentive yeah. is here. garbage person. The incentive <laughs> is there. Like, you don't have to be good at math to know that's like nearly $100,000, right? Like, just to literally go, go live, play VOD, putting the sub only mode so no one, no one talks shit. Is it a VOD of like, I don't know, bro, that shit's... It's a VOD of, him, of well, Valorant gameplay. That's it. Nothing else. 24-7. Yeah. The thing is, is it can... Literally just playing for like 12 hours and then just fucking replaying that 12 hours. And then can, but can you compare um, like access to a game to in-game items? I think that's where maybe maybe it's not going to necessarily be the same problem because like access to a game that people want to play to me is way more way you, more compelling than maybe some soap and some toilet paper and a ledx over the course if of you a asked week. me that veritas before before december i would have laughed and said nah, not even not even comparable but you saw and you see how crazy people go for drops in tarkov oh yeah like literally people like love free yeah. shit I, I i i got drops the other day like uh, about a week before the Twitch Rivals event. And I didn't want to tell people because they were like, I knew. And as soon as I had them one day for the next four days, when are you getting drops next? What's drops, 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 drops. And it's like, I just put drops in my title, like dropping dog tags today because it was just like, fuck them. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's actually like fucked. I, I think, yeah. I don't know. It's more of a Twitch issue than a, a, a Tarkov thing. But I kind of feel like I hope Battlestate Games identifies this and just says let's just do 24 hour days of drops or let's just do shorter periods because i think as a, as a content creator it's fucking unhealthy to stream anymore well, to be I honest do. what yeah. what other game had bigger drop than tarkov like, yeah no one uh, yeah like tarkov seemed like dude the no numbers way. were crazy yeah um, i don't think anyone expected that I mean, what other game did it? I think Rainbow Six Siege might have, and that was if you were like subbed with, with your with uh, if you're subbed to the streamer. I think you could get some type of in-game item, like one of those little uh, things that dangle off. Pretty sure, yeah. Uh, Division Trump. did it. Um, Warframe did drop Warframe for a did. while. I know CS:GO has always had them for like watching, you know, tournaments or some shit. But it's always this shitty cosmetic stuff. Tarkov's a little yeah. bit different to just shooting. Tarkov's hard to get gear, bro. People. Especially new players. Oh, I, I think it's unhealthy for the Twitch pl platform. And a bit, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about oh. where it's going to go for as, us as Twitch streamers. Where if every company's like, hey, if you want access to my game, drops. And then you put supply versus demand up. 
So now you've forced yeah. people to watch on Twitch. And next minute, if you go to any of the Valorant categories, there's like thousand fucking bots and all these channels just trying to get beta keys to sell on eBay. Which, by the way, if anyone out there is buying, paying $250 for a Valorant key on eBay, which for a free game that's coming out in like six weeks time, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, I'm selling them for like two thirty. Like that's yeah, like one fifty over here, boys. Twenty bucks. I'm giving them out for free on my stream. It's just <laughs> if you have a one in sixty-three thousand four hundred twelve chance of getting it. Yeah, isn't wasn't Valorant one hundred eighty viewers watching Summit at one point or maybe Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but he was live. Yeah, he was. Oh, sorry. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, sorry. But the whole video thing, I know there's a lot of bigger guys that spoke up about it. And even if they aren't in the Valorant like section, they are talking about how it's just unfair for anyone else that is try trying to become liber uh, re relevant. Holy shit. I know how to solve this. Maybe. Well, maybe not because oh, of the God. subs. But if you didn't allow ads on VODs, I don't know, though. It's not even about the ad revenue. It's, 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 not it's really not because of the sub. Yeah, I don't know. The thing I mean, is, I, the, the problem is, like, uh, at the moment, the Valorant has become so massive. Tarkov experienced massive success from it, regardless of uh, what happens. People are going to keep doing this. Like, companies are going to do this because it's clearly massively effective for advertising a game. That's true. I, I know for the smaller community of streamers that are trying to grow their channels, uh, it really hurt them to not have drops. It really, really hurt him. I mean, that that's so, the thing about, yeah, sorry, that's the thing about drops in general. Drops are kind of like the plankton to feed the whales. There's going to be, as if there wasn't already the the 1% of people streaming on Twitch, like within that, there's going to be, you know, very small amount of people that are going to benefit from it. And it kind of takes away from everyone else in the category. Um, right. It's just going to get worse and worse and more tilted, I feel like, with drops. Trait toxicity and shit. Hmm. Well, it's like it's like front page featuring. Like, uh, like some people get it, some people won't. Um, and whoever decides is at Twitch, and it's just more exposure for people that are already big. So it's like, and then every now and then, like I know in the OC community, they'll hand like a a grassroots like uh Twitch thing to some people that are trying to go for partner, and it's just like, here you go, here's a little snack, baby. Have some trickle-down economics. They should do drops for drops. So all of the streamers will all watch other streamers to get access to drops. And, and then, so then, so then anybody can get it, even if you're a small streamer, and there you go. It's like the but lottery. This is straight what if, for the video, people doing reruns, right? Especially. Yeah. Yeah. What, if, what if Tarkov, what if Battlestate Games came out and said, all right, we're giving away a thousand copies of the games via drops? And then how many people would come to Tarkov and just lurk it? You know what I mean? Or or how this could be affected? I, I think it's really interesting in that respect. And the other thing is I actually do VOD streams very rarely. But I, I've, Yours done, are good. I've done them three times now and they're only eight to 12 hours long. And I'm there the entire time. I'm actually in chat talking to everyone the well, entire time. The 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 problem is though that it's it's not it's not about like whether you're doing a vod stream and stuff like that the um the the mal the the malicious nature of it is in the intent and your intent is not to yours are instructional and... aren't they Pestily? yeah like you record them off stream 
I think. Yeah, like those are good. And it would suck if like the people who are abusing the VODs got VODs completely deleted because there's a good use. Well, I played it with Twitch using before Twitch's I started. Rerun. No, because mine never yeah. been played before on Twitch. I actually want to use them as a rerun eventually, but the easiest way to me to get them on Twitch is just to live stream the videos because the problem is I've tried multiple ways trying to upload it to the fucking the past broadcast highlight thing and every time because it's like 1440p or too high a bitrate or whatever uh, it will not let me and like I'll just give up it's just easier to stream the VOD and that's what I I, I the, the, how the idea came like what if I just went sh live played the videos I want to put as a rerun let it do it once and then after the one time you know, um, let's say something got there. Got too worked up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sigma, I just noticed your shirt. Hell yeah. What was it? Yeah. If you uh, type Keck from, W, uh, there will be a Keck W. It was from his charity stream. The yeah, Killer I got it Kitty. yesterday. Love it. Hell yeah. Well, that's cool. So let's yeah. actually put that out there as an idea, though. What if I was to just go today? You know what? I'm taking the next week off, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my my stream running my entire raid series on loop. So 63 episodes on loop. And if you've got any Tarkov questions, you can go in there and ask each other and help each other out. You can find raids together. Like, as if people in the category wouldn't get pissed off at me being live 24-7. And Twitch oh, I mean, is... That's, is that any different than it is now? You're always live all the time. <laughs> Not that much. You're a machine. When this when this came out, there was there's actually people that were talking about it and have a problem with and like this this is the first time I've ever heard someone have a problem with Bob Ross before. But they were like, it's the same thing in the art thing because he's the biggest art channel and he's always fucking live. He's just like he always just sits in number one position. And I don't know how he does it without sleeping. Valid. Yeah, and he never re and... reads chat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> Oh, Worst poor Bob. I. Poor Bob. <laughs> hey, I fucking love Bob. I used to watch him when that actually came on TV. He's got to be Boomer. dead tired oh, by hey. now. He's streamed so many, so many hours. He's definitely dead tired. <laughs> oh gosh. I just think it's interesting. Like, what if I was like, I'm going to take the next week off. I'm just going to put a vod on of you know my tutorial series for Tarkov, and I'll just go away for the next week it's playing. But now, do you think what 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 would your viewership be like? Because if you didn't have drops and you did that, do you still think that that it you'd be um... I'm crushing the discoverability for other channels? Exactly. I'm hundred percent discovering because people would still be like, "Oh, Pesto is live." They wouldn't think, "Oh, is this a vod?" Well, they would. They wouldn't even know it was a vod. Half the people come in and they, yeah, <laughs> true, yeah. they'd think it was live. And by the way, when I do my my vod streams, at the not bottom right. I say, "This is not live." In, they don't in... read that. I, they don't. No one fucking reads titles. Check and read. I just think it's it's actually kind of fucked up how it's, how it could go. Like it could be the standard. I'm like, well, guys, I'm not here the next week. Enjoy it's the next. Went from Tarkov me, it's like which matter. <laughs> it's not technically live. You're not doing it live. It 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 it's might as well content. be on fucking YouTube and be in a video at twenty four. Well, it's no video. different to that YouTube um, channel that just streams Tarkov hacks, but it's all VODs. Whoa. Whoa. Yo, you got to talk about Anton's second, like... <laughs> second <laughs> job. You don't see, you don't see Anton are. on those streams either. Coincidence? Yeah. You, the mm -hmm. YouTube hack streams. Yeah. Are you doing... Is that you, Anton? 
shit. Fuck, I bought you shitty. You Have you heard about them, Sequisha? <clears throat> oh. So oh, at the moment, on? there's like a 24-7 YouTube stream. It streams old version of hacks on old versions of Tarnacore, but they've got like the, the down the bottom, they've got like the... The version code covered. The version covered. code covered. And, so, and they're selling hacks, but then people are buying them and getting banned for buying them. It's like they're old. He's just scamming people for money. Um, right. Those people that are buying work. them are fucking idiots. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. He, he wrote, he actually wrote Nikita and said, I'm doing you a favor because I'm taking these people's money and then they won't go and buy other hacks because mine don't work anyway. <laughs> Man of the people. I mean, you know. <laughs> Next time. Good. He's the hero we deserve. No, I mean, uh, anything to do with, like, cheating hacking. I, I have a zero, like, tolerance policy for any of it, and almost to a fault. But, because uh, a lot of times, like, even, like, talking about it right now, there's there might be a, a couple people that fucking go see it and go buy his shit, even though they we just said it doesn't work and you'll get banned. There's going to be five or six fucking morons that are going to go do it right now. Um, so even talking about it, just, you know. Yeah. But it might work for them. You never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, at the end of the day, it's the people that i, I don't know get who it is job. there has to be a market like statistically speaking there's eleven thousand or something people in chat there's got to be like a, a few hundred that have gone on their website and paid real money for tarkov items that is what's funding all of the cheaters because they yeah. can go and even they can play a day and they'll get enough shit that they can sell for for money that it's worth getting a new fucking standard account Every couple of days. Okay, that's I'll, the problem. I want. I want to give I, perspective. I used to buy gold in WoW. I want to give perspective. I, 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 I don't know fucking farming gold in WoW. I would, I'd I just buy that shit when I used I, to work. I've traveled a lot of Southeast Asia, in particular Indonesia, and one of the majority of the places in Indonesia, the minimum wage is around two hundred dollars a month. Now, if they get funded, like here's a computer, here's your like five accounts, and here's the cheats, and then you sell this up on a website. You know, and you buy forty dollars. You know, if if a hundred people buy like forty dollars worth of stuff for Tarkov, you've just given them like what most people would make in six to twelve months. You'd given that in a day, and if they've like got people farming it, you know, all the time because cost of living's cheaper in these countries. You're actually like, you're not even like you might think. Oh, you know, it's not that much money, but it actually is, and it really does add up. How much does a LEDX go for? On, on the real money transfer websites, I've got no idea. Yeah. Oh, just, I don't know. I don't want to even fucking talk about this. People shit, are paying real money for this shit. Yeah. I mean, that's it's like, not like it, it's not like it disappears every couple of months. Does anyone know anyone, like, even in chat, does anyone know anyone, like, in real life or a friend of yours that has fucking paid real money for this? I mean, I'm sure it's probably happening. You guys do? Probably God. young kids. All right. So, out of, out of everybody oh that God. said yes, how many of you are lying? <laughs> Me smile. <laughs> That's so many yeses. Why the fuck would somebody? Somebody said not in Tarkov, but yes. That's not what I fucking asked you, idiot. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Polls up. There's a poll up. I'm actually really interested in this. Oh, fuck. dude. Who has my, bought real money oh transfers in EFT? A large percentage of no, but there's there's nine percent know someone who's done it, and four percent have done have done it themselves. Somebody said, "Pestley, I work sixty hours a week. I just want to PVP." Well, then 
I don't want to tell you. Don't run our game. There's not PvP though. But that's you're, you're paying what like six dollars for you're you're still gonna be bad and you're still gonna get one tapped. And instead, the difference between me and you is that you paid six dollars. This is not the game for you then. <laughs> this is not the game for you. That's <laughs> the difference. At least like with Diablo 2, I would be out of it for fucking 10 years and I'll just go and buy like an Enigma for a dollar ninety-nine and I get a thousand hours out of that one fucking item. And yeah. it's I'm not doing PvP, so I'm not ruining anybody's experience. I think right, you guys but... are missing the point, though. Like, if, if someone is working, I don't know, let's say someone's got a really good wage. They're sitting on $40 an hour, and then oh, they're working 40, 40 hours a week, and they've only got eight hours a week to play computer games. They get two hours a day. Well, and they could literally go, wow. I've, got, I've got $200 spare each week because I made you know, $2,000 this week, uh, or whatever it is, 1600 and then they um they go oh I'm gonna put two hundred bucks I'll make myself like a hundred million rubles for that two hundred bucks or whatever it is two red key cards worth, and then they're like sweet now I'm d never have to worry about um never have to worry about money again in Tarkov and I can just play, and I totally get it, but it's more about the moral and ethical side of things, because what happens is it actually promotes cheaters and then you die with two cheaters because they're the ones that farmed the money and then it's very vicious. You're actually probably more likely it's to survive. It's hard in Tarkov because, like, the best way to make money is to, like, go on the map where you're killing other people. Like, if you look at something like WoW, you get all, like, RuneScape or things like that, you go around just, like, you just essentially bot mode and just farm it. Like, it's not, you know, PvPing and stuff like that. It's just that it has such a bad effect on the community, but I can understand why people do it because, like, I, I when I used to work, like, 40 hours a week and I wanted to raid on WoW, I didn't have enough time to farm gold in WoW, but I did have uh fucking discretionary income to be able to buy ten thousand gold every month and then just not worry about it and so i just did that because it was zero risk and i, I didn't think that there was any i didn't really well i, I mean i was i was like 18 so to be honest you probably didn't even give a fuck was. yeah i didn't uh. care i didn't care at the time now i wouldn't do it but like then i didn't care so it's like i don't know someone said red key card 91 euros there's people been saying it's 40, 40 US dollars as well for a red key card. Oh, oh yeah, nice. I forgot. I'm reading Twitch chat. Never mind. And, and, and <laughs> they're never going to make it alive to red key card room. And if they do, they're going to get a couple of stems and maybe a Bitcoin. But the thing is, they sell it for 50 million and now they've got 50 million. And that's, you know, heaps of loadouts. I, I, I'm just trying to show it from the other perspective. Because yeah, that's true. It's that easy to just, just gonna, be They're like, not going to use it. It's easy to be like, oh, these guys are just pieces of shit. But like, say 50 million took you 40 raid, say 50 raids, you know, and you only play eight hours a week, you're probably not going to get 50 raids in a week, which means you could do it every three weeks, you know? And that's if you die yeah. every raid. All right. So, so imagine this now, too. All the people that want to go, like, you know, buy these, you know, these RMT items or whatever, and all the people that are selling them. What would a wipe do to their fucking little shady business? Because it's a shady business. It's not their 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 intellectual property to be fucking redistributing for 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 money. You know, uh, you get the items in the game. Like that doesn't mean you can just fucking sell it to somebody for like you know twenty thirty bucks. Because it's not their fucking property to begin with. It's like part of you know it's like collectively ours, but it's battle states, and you know whatever. So. I, I think know, I think a wipe clearing out some of that shit, all the ill-gotten goods and fucking all these hackers that were vacuuming up the entirety of fucking labs. Like I saw that video and it blew my fucking mind. I was like, what? <laughs> the guy like goes like this and everything just goes. <laughs> 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 
Did you guys saw that? Shit? There it is. I didn't see oh it. my god, dude. He sta- he just spawns all the loot that is physically spawned on the map to him. Forms so nothing hole. in containers. <laughs> so that's why uh, la- just get rid of all that shit. Great labs because it spawns in the open. The way to kill it isn't with killing. With isn't with banning hackers. It's going after the real money transfer websites. You either um, what I would say is probably a really fun way of doing it is I would pay someone, you know, their two hundred dollars a month to literally go to these websites, buy the cheapest item, and then ban the accounts. Keep banning the accounts, like buy a twenty cent item, ban the account. And Battlestar Games are getting like at an account every time they ban someone anyway because they're gonna have to rebuy them, and then literally okay. just ban all the accounts and kill the either the cash flow. You need to kill the cash flow, which is the accounts, or you need to um, kill the websites, which is a lot harder because mostly they're in countries that can't be touched. Now, just imagine if there was a wipe that right around the corner they wiped, what the, what would the inventory on these fucking websites look like? It's like because of rarity, it's like all right, Canada Tashanka, that's gonna be that's gonna run you sixty bucks, okay? <laughs> like think of all the crappy yeah. items that would be mega expensive on there. Now, don't we think that I know it's like a joke when when people talk about like CS:GO a prime matchmaking, but think about it like I don't know about phone numbers and make I don't know anything and I don't know enough about them to know if this is viable. But like even just attaching a phone number that can get like a text message to an account and having like a five day waiting period, like wouldn't that at least slow down? Even if somebody wanted Not to really. do that, you don't think you could just buy prime CS:GO accounts? Yeah, that's you right. Did, Fuck, can, I forgot you can buy you the can accounts. Like, you open up another just market. Like twenty dollars, man. I don't know. I'm sure there's a way of just buying fifty thousand phone numbers on a website yeah, no. for like the black black web or something for the dark get, web or whatever. It's we we got to think outside the box because like even if the anti cheat works, it doesn't matter because they're they, they can get banned and and just buy and create new accounts and and I don't think that people are going to stop buying shit just the way that that uh, Tarkov is like designed. So. I don't know. You should let every streamer ban people. So how does it, how does it work? Like, say if somebody were to go like buy an item, how the fuck do they get the item? Do they meet the person in raid somewhere? They have to they're connected with with them in some way, shape, or form, right? They must have to, yeah. Well, I would imagine flea like, market. There's a lot of um, a lot of uh, weird looking uh, names that sit inside the lobbies. So I think they're like. They're sitting there waiting for an invite from the person, and they're they're always just like a string of numbers, and they must be just like those accounts that it's just like, you have received red keycard. Please go to this lobby and invite one dash two dot one dot. And then you get in the raid, and it's in the pocket. Like if they don't collect it, they lose their money. It's their own fault. You know what I mean? Well, so the, the the ruble limit that they have now, which is really annoying in the stash, because if you have a shit ton of money at the bottom, you have to literally like click, 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 click. But um, like that, I think, like conceivably would have made a dent in the ability to buy like a million rubles. I believe it did. Off one of those. That's, so then. That's why red key cards are boosted. Flea market, so the flea market restrictions. Like what kind, could flea market restrictions um, not be a like a two for one where it could add scarcity and fix some of the questing issues and the economy while also potentially putting you know in nerfing hackers yeah because if you had oh, found in right only over over the market 
Sorry, what's that? It's like if I get a viewer kit, if I get a viewer kit, don't I just trade stuff over the market for it sometimes? The argument would be, Sigma, that if it was found in raid only on the flea market, you'd have to have a red key card found in raid to put it up on the flea market. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, but somebody asked, how do they do these trades? They have to meet them in raid to do a trade. And I said, wouldn't they just be doing it on the, the market? Well, so if we did, if they did market restrictions, you'd still be able to get, you'd have to have somebody would get into a raid with them and drop them like a red, the red key card or drop them the key bar or whatever it is that they paid. I see what you're saying. Right, right. Make it so you can't drop items. <laughs> Make it so you can't yeah. pick up items and put them in your gamma. You can't remove them from your gamma. My gamma is oh, worth a thousand rubles now, by the way. Sick. <laughs> a lot of yeah. people in chat are talking about BSG selling rubles. Just uh, like um, last week, we brought that up with Nikita, and he said he did, he never wants to do that because he doesn't want to add microtransactions to the game. Mm -hmm. So, like m most of these problems, like I said, like. They wouldn't be here if the economy wasn't just such a mess with reselling and people gaming stuff on the on the flea market, you know? Because there's some people that don't even play the actual game. They just, like, run, you know, run the flea market like eBay or whatever, like, buying and reselling shit. Just scammy stuff. Um, if, that, if that money wasn't there and if it wasn't out of control, you know, there wasn't so much money injected into it from drops and whatever else, I, I don't think it would be anywhere near as much of a problem. It would be... A lot of that comes... Okay. I was going to say a lot of that comes from like shitty UX too. For the fact that like the game doesn't calculate the value of items properly. So it will put a bunch of trades that are bullshit trades at the top of the list. And um, you can buy like key cards and keys that have one use left on them, but it's like not really clear in the UI. So I, you can get like scammed out of money that way. There's just so many little things they could do to fix it, but also like explicit things um, around whether it was like listing fees or whatever that. Uh, that they could improve it but you need to have people who know the systems and know the things designing those systems and the people designing and building the systems aren't the ones who play the game and really understand it also if there was a wipe on say thursday it wouldn't mean that the day after it would be oh you know these sites are shut down it literally just means the day after it hey you want 10 million rubles all right to get 10 million rubles you have to pay now a hundred dollars you know it's just it just changes the value of how much stuff is. So I got, I got a message from someone who uh, told me how it works, just saying in DMs. And they reckon what they're doing is they're going in and, and it's a reason that they're boosting the cost of heaps of shit on the flea market as well, is that they're going in and they're dropping a, uh, a, like a blue key card to this person. And then they're saying, okay, now put it back up on the market for, for, for like 10 million. And then we buy it back off you and then they buy it back off them for like a, an exorbitant price. And so they're like, the, the, that's how they get around the fee. Yeah. They just keep using that blue. Uh, they keep using that blue key card over and over again. That the, the seller does make it so, soul bound. Yeah. So <laughs> that goes back to the found and raid thing. Like, you know, cause if somebody yeah. else dropped it, you wouldn't get found and raid cause it wouldn't have naturally spawned in the raid. It would have came from another player. It would lose that little tag. They wouldn't be able to, it wouldn't be able to go back on the market, but definitely yeah. put another wrench in the whole transaction all the, all the shitty things that are going on. Actually, kind of I mean, agree. yeah, I mean the found and raid thing, that's like the, that's just like really, really simple. Like, Hey, you can't sell this fucking thing on the flea market. You can vendor it. But you can't sell it on the flea market unless you found it yourself. You know, I don't know. 
The the issue I, I see think that is... the flea market has just added so many fucking stupid things to this game that it's gotten to the point where it's like, is the addition of the flea market even worth it? Just delete it, mm. in my opinion. I don't think it's even worth having in the fucking game. I mean, there's it's the got a is... lot of neat things to it for sure. But you know one thing that I wish they always did, they never fucking did. Whenever you find the boxes that are full of uh, ammunition, I think those should be much more valuable than like loose ammunition because it's like brand new and it's like one little box. You know, as long as you don't mess with it, it should either vendor or sell for a lot more. I think. At least for the vendors, anyway. But that's just a small shit thing. That's not, you know, it's whatever. And any other ammo, it has a fifty percent chance to misfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey. uh, I had a I had a discussion to I think it was today or yesterday about um the flea market itself and how the addition of the flea market changed the entirety of the game. And I don't know there's many people left that have actually been playing since before the flea market was even in the game. And like you asked to had like I had, if you go look at my old skier guide and therapist guide, it's like, all right, you need to go to this area to find car batteries, or you need to go to this area to find slayers and all that. Because it was all found in right because that was the only way. Right. The um, flea market really brought out the meta, like hardcore. Just being able to buy the best shit. I don't know. I mean, before the flea market, it was a little bit harder to. I I like the flea market. Everything. I know what Nikita's going for is kind of like an EVE Online kind of flea market where it's fully player-ran, um, but it isn't because of how they've implemented those taxes. It actually, there is like kind of a, a forced limit and, and lower limit to everything you put up on the flea market. It's kind of like, it's a bit weird how... The lower limit is what the traders will buy it for. It, it's almost always what the traders will buy it for. Like, um, so, I yeah. have an idea. Make flea market level forty. We fixed Ooh. everything, and everyone's no. gonna get mad because they're level ten. Everybody's gonna make money then by power leveling to level forty and then selling it to cheaters who are then gonna. Yeah. Shit! Just... God damn it! You're right. <laughs> now, now that's the new money maker is power leveling. Thanks for all your power leveling guides, Pestle. You are now one hundred percent the reason why. I am. I think we're just fucked, boys. We're fucked. I honestly, I can't see a solution to Any, cheaters and tarkov. Uh, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's ever going to stop. They're always going to make new hacks. There's always the battle eyes. Always think of it like this: the hackers only need to find one way to cheat. Battle eye has to find all the ways to stop them. It's just not possible. So yeah. what? So what? Nikita, one of the things Nikita told me, um, and there's a little bit I had to like extrapolate from it, but he basically said that there's like two types of cheaters. They're the cheaters that will buy over and over and over again infinitely, no matter what, no matter how many times they get banned. And then there's the normal cheaters who do it because, like, they're not selling money. It's not for a business. It's because they're, like, teenagers or whatever, and they just, like, just want to, you know, hack versus hack or whatever bullshit. And those people buy, rebuy, like, once or maybe twice. But they get banned, like, once or twice, and then they don't get banned again. But the people who sell are the ones that will just go ad infinitum so like there's i definitely think we're on to something when it comes to the money thing and nipping that in the bud if all the things that were valuable were things that you you had to find you know find and raid like the golden pocket watch or you know like things like that um there's something there and i think like with the community brainstorming and thinking about other ways around the problem i think it could really help um, yeah we could definitely discourage a lot of it 
Is it illegal to do hardware bans? Ban a motherboard matter. or something? It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. matter. They just spoof it. They spoof their IPs. They, they there's every everything everybody says that's simple. It it just isn't because there's a a, a workaround for their workaround. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like cheating in in video games. Anytime, uh, there's always going to be cheaters in video games, and all it's always a game of cat and mouse. You know, there's the new thing, and then there's a workaround for it. Then they have to do this, and it's always a band aid. And like, yeah, so uh, it's always going to happen. But the more transactions we have between players, especially with things that are valuable in game, um, yeah, the more likely it is that people are going to be doing shady shit about it. You're so the flea market has exposed that and made it worse. It's given them more ways to to do these shady things, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. At, at the end of the day, it's a, it's the same as real sport. Like, yeah, there's there's people like you look at Lance Armstrong. He spent years cheating in you and fantastic winning. ways to be able to, to <laughs> winning. I mean, he spent years cheating, like doping, doping like different like fucking blood injections and shit like that to try and get around the rules. He was like, hey, people people are always looking for the the fucking edge, man. And uh, and it's the same as it's the same as games. Like, if there's money on the line, pricks are gonna do it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the radar thing, the the radar, fuck, (laughs) the radar thing now is running off a second PC. Like the the advanced guys have it's all on a USB and all running on a second PC running Vista. Why do you think I just installed my second computer? Yeah, I know. Right? I, I saw know. that Reddit post. Man. <laughs> yeah, caught, caught red-handed, bud. Red-handed. <laughs> Why do you have your chat that big? Can't you read? Fuck. Someone's just to fill you in, Sequisha. Literally, someone's made this like big evidence about how I'm using a radar. And the same day he posted it, I literally just installed my second computer. <laughs> it's like same the day. post is the post is like like red yarn. Between all the picture, like it's it's the ultimate tinfoil two minutes, conspiracy. Two minutes, twelve. Two minutes, His eyebrow raises. <laughs> yeah, if these guys, and I know, and I know, and I know facial expressions, and I know, uh, what uh, did he say? Something about like human psychology. So I know that the look on his face was fear. It wasn't. It was expectation. Okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's, that's your classic was. Reddit Reddit neck lord, though. You know, <laughs> these guys have more time to post on forums than they do fucking getting good at the video games. So. They don't, you know. My favorite yeah, was who uses. Before. He said, "Who uses a whole monitor for chat?" And I posted <laughs> a picture of Pest setup. Since day one, Pest has always had a one sideways monitor, always for chat. See, look, there it is, always. That's exactly what I have right now. I'm using that to read right now, right now. Most <laughs> yep. streamers. I want that's exactly what I have as well. I want that meme. Somebody do the meme of pe- pestily patting his monitor. It's like, you know how many Keck W's I could fit in this thing? <laughs> like, it's a top one. <laughs> oh, man. How oh. many monitors do you have, Pest? Four. Oh, four. How many consoles? You counting how many Keck W's are over there, Pestily? Pestily? Um, At least seven. It's Pestilli, right? 35. You can call me whatever you want, man. Pestilli or Pestilli? I don't really care. Oh, Pest. Oh, pest. Oh, you just pronounce it the same same way, but okay. <laughs> some say, some people say Pestilli, and then some say, yeah. people say Pestilli. So okay. I don't really care either way. I call it Pestilli. Every time I catch up with Slush, no word of a lie, fucking drunk. 
We're both so fucking drunk. It's like, <laughs> I've decided I'm not going to meet Slush anymore because like, it's like, oh, we've got this awards event in Sydney. Let's go. Like, you know, we don't know anyone. We don't like have any reason to You're be there. You're man. And we rock up and it's like, free piss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 4 a.m. getting kicked out the casino because he's abusing the fucking dealer. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> well, I wasn't abusing him. No, yeah. Was you nice. were fucking giving a. That. <laughs> no, I'm sitting there with That's like two hundred dollars. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta cash this in now, <laughs> which I lost it. But nah, no. I don't remember that. Shut up. Yeah. Probably not. You don't, I, I, this, you don't need. Everything's that. toast, man. Is <laughs> that USB? Yeah. Dude, micro USB is such trash. Like, how is uh, not everything Type C? Type-C is great. Is. I love Type-C. I'm going to keep spamming Super the chat. Man. Give us the fucking report button. It is coming, by the way. It is coming. Yeah. Plan. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. and that's just not a solution. Again, even, even if yeah. they had the most perfect, like, AI machine learning algorithm that could go and it could extrapolate, like, report number of reports to stats to then battle eye information and instantly figure out how many cheaters there were, like, a couple of raids in. It would st it'd still buy accounts and they'd still be able to make money. So I get like, so it doesn't matter. Whatever like, you guys yeah. say that they should do, it doesn't fix the problem. If they do have a report, they should have it um, only for people who have like an old account, like maybe three months or maybe six months. But then that sucks for people who, I don't know. There's plenty of brain dead veterans too. True, but it would limit it a little bit. It would limit it a little. Someone sent yeah, me a, uh, a so DM like calls. straight away uh, about that, and they said that they they were buying an account, and it uh, doesn't matter. They they're not worrying about whether it's going to get banned or not. They're using an old cheat, and it's getting banned in like ten hours, which to like most people would be like, oh fuck, my my cheat got banned. I'm not going to do it. But they jump on the account and they cheat for ten hours, and they just farm like a hundred million rubles, and they just sell it, and then just go into the next account. And that's it. They're they're technically making money. So. Yeah, there was I I died to a just amazingly blatant speed hacker the other day, um, and then uh, was was talking to Nikita. I think I mean, maybe it was later that day. The guy was level like forty two, and when I talked to Nikita, he said that he was already banned, and it was like two hours later. And I'm like, how is that even possible that they would what cheat until they get to level forty two, and then just so happens that they get banned right after. Like they like, and it's basically. I mean, it would make sense if they just bought the account that day, you know, and decided to turn it on rage cheat. And you know, I don't know, but I, I don't have the information on the back end to really substantiate that. But was well, if you could just if you could murder everything in the map in like point one of a second with a headshot, you could probably get to level forty two in like three hours. <laughs> so. Probably. Yeah. Cheaters I'm gonna suck. get so fucking reported. I can't wait for that button. But like even <laughs> when, even if um, weird flex, they tried to level. Like I know they were talking about leveling, increasing the flea market level, to slow down real money transfers and the account, like the accounts and all that. But level fifteen's only hundred thousand XP. Level ten, no. It's a level yeah, but, 10, no. but if they did put it level oh, fifteen, yeah. like they had planned, hundred thousand XP. If you're like cheating, two labs runs. If you're cheating, two labs runs. Easy. Press all the buttons, kill all the players, wait for the raiders, headshot them all. Headshot on the raiders for 2,000 XP. Kill, you know, 20 raiders plus five players. Get yourself 50,000 XP raid. Do that twice, you're done. 
I don't, I don't understand like how, and you could do that with a Makarov. There's videos out there of people cheating with Makarovs, just full auto snapping yeah. everyone. Cheaters in survival games are... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, every game has cheaters, but in survival games, your loot means so much more. Like, if you get a cheater in CS, it's like, oh, GG's next game. But in Tarkov, it's like, rip the hour you spent getting the gear. It's, it's so much worse. Yeah. yeah. yeah if you think it's bad in Tarkov, fucking dealing with, with cheaters in Rust, dude. You're talking about... Oh, ima oh. Imagine, the, imagine the cheater being able to kick down your hideout door and fucking taking, and taking your <laughs> Bitcoin shit with him. Like, <laughs> you can just take it out of, your, out of your stash. My Bitcoin farm. Please, squeeze it, no. <laughs> Let me get that med station, boy. <laughs> you just go into your hideout and, and all your shit's just gone and there's like just trash everywhere. and it look, It's level zero again. You're like, like oh. breaking and entering. <laughs> no, it's like legit. I mean, we, there is security so it's like for a reason. In it's like living in Detroit, I guess. <laughs> I would love the, the hideout to be a mobile game and you can raid other people's hideouts like Clash of Clans. Oh my god! <laughs> and then like I could, I could be like sitting here and just be like you know midstream like hang on a minute, got to raid another hideout. And you get like little bits of bonus stuff for it. Anybody know any mobile devel no, developers? Anyone? Not, Maybe not that's why all the I know mobile <laughs> tactics are in the hideout. It makes sense. You can ask Mike. I still yeah. want to play play Bliat, man. Is that a game? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, it's like the little, the little, uh, the little disc or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy yeah. That'd be but good. I was, yeah, I was, I was joking about that for Christmas. That like, like Bliat Man would come down the chimney and like leave like. Well, they said we were gonna be able like, to like watch YouTube videos <laughs> in the hideout. I want, I want that would be cool. Yeah, screw streets of Tarkov. I just want to watch a YouTube in Tarkov. <laughs> right. Don't be that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you again? Goddamn it! <laughs> so, so I know we've been we've been roasting a lot of things, like a lot of the negative things about Tarkov that we've been like unhappy with or trying to come up with solutions. But are there any things you guys are excited about that are coming around the corner that you're aware of? Are uh, the new visual visual changes, the post FX that's coming? That should be out next week. I if it's not out next week, I'll be like Nikita. You said one patch a month. It's yeah. been April, um, yeah. But like, yeah, that's it's so expansion. Th that's coming in the one after, if I'm not mistaken. But the, yeah, the, I'm still looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll, I'll start off the post FX one. That's um, it's like you know how everyone used to use Reshade, now they're using Nvidia Freestyle. It's going to be that in the game. Everyone will have access to it. You can change the brightness, contrast. If you're colorblind, you can, you know, change the colorblind settings so if you can actually see stuff. I don't know how colorblind. Can can the rest of us see indoors? That'd be great. Mm. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and then they're, they're going to shut down freestyle. You won't be able to use it with Tarkov. So even playing it, it already doesn't board. work. No, they it, it's enabled. Nah, it works it again works now. For mine. Oh, yeah. Nvidia put it back. Yeah, yeah. Mine not never. Nvidia, mine never did not work. <laughs> I don't know what. Mm. Um, that's going to be a really exciting change. And then obviously the expansion that comes. That better go around what to old doing? guys. What are they doing to custom? It is going old guys. Yeah, through the factory area to old guys. Oh, that's cool. So Elbow or L, yeah, sorry. L on construction is opening up all those buildings to the far right hand side, and it's all going to be kind of CQB and more boiler side fights, you know? I just, it's going to have the same effect. 
if you don't have to go towards dorms and you can go across the map the other side, that will be so nice. It'll be so I don't even nice. think I don't even think they need to make it bigger. They just need to add more loot to like get people to go in the it construction. Like open up open up the construction warehouses. That would be really cool. And put some decent loot in there. So it's not only dorms That'd people are going to. What did the previous expansion it, to me it what it the only thing it really added was now I can do shooter born in heaven. Realistically, Customs is built pretty smart. I feel like I think it it has like choke points on purpose, and it kind of you don't want to fighting. Yeah, like you don't want to just open it up completely. That would just be boring. You know what? And to be sure, make, you know what would make customs yeah. perfect is if it wasn't the place that all the new people had to go to get their quest done. Like if you if you had all those starting quests on any other map, and so when the later quests were in customs and you were going in there geared. And everyone else was geared. Customs would be great. So many choke points. So much reasons to go around certain ways. Really good for flanking. A good mixture between buildings and 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 forest. If you want to call it foliage, um, it works really well. But when you're like a level five trying to get your bronze pocket watch, or it, it, it's worse than that one. It's it's the uh, pharmacist one, one room one fourteen. Any of the two or three, two or uh, three or three rooms, getting those items, and you're a low level just trying to get these questions. Sorry, get these quests out. It's really, um, really frustrating as a newer player or even just yeah. on a new account. I think the graffiti on customs kind of like lays it all out too. You know, the whole like welcome to Tarkov. You know, yeah. <laughs> for all the newer players on customs. Customs is my best but map. I think the thing is, is that the new players what they have to look forward to, and they spend all their time grinding to level thirty or forty is then having a dozen quests requiring you have a Mosin or not wearing any armor at all. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or a fractured arm or dehydrated. Is your reward or... for leveling up. Or go yeah. to interchange non-stop or uh, draw line non-stop. That always frustrates me at the start of the wipe. Like you, uh, I, do, I spend like the first like five, six days, I, I get to level 40 and then I'm like, yeah, I'm churning through. I'm, I finally unlocked all the dope gear and now I'm using the welfare cannon. Like, yeah. This is crap. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, be man. yeah, the the quest stuff too, like the tasks, like how how like linear they are, like everyone has to go through and complete each one. It would be nice to see some variation there, you know, like uh, and some games have like a daily mission, like a selection of them, and you could like reject one of them that you didn't like because it didn't like fit like into play style you were looking to. Uh, mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see some type of you know some get our changes feedback. there. Yeah. Do you think the longevity would it be increased if they made it so that every account comes with uh? Fair, a USEC, and there's if they took the number of quests and they doubled it, but the same sort of thing. I mean, it's just a grab bag of shit that they've you know put put out. I don't know. I feel like that could be could be uh, a lot more interesting, at least over the course of a few extra months, to be able to have more to work towards. Okay, so what if I'm just gonna break like theorize here what the main storyline is going to be but what if Usec and bear had different stories for the main storyline so i think w- they will because they said you're going to be able to pick like you're going to be able to have two characters at one point have to pick like a bear player and a Usec character but i don't like you six well then then don't, don't use it Usec. hold your fire <laughs> <laughs> tell me what to do <laughs> dicky needles i'll stay dicky needles Hey, we need to stick together. 
So what, what happened to the airdrop shit? I heard they were talking about all the stuff like, hell, airdrops, yeah. we want a fucking helicopter wreck. And, Three types hey, of airdrops. One that's going to so happen mid-raid, one that's going to be there when you start. There's going to be a floating hacker looting it up in the air. <laughs> and, uh, like <laughs> A ladder actually in the air. You see the airdrop come to drop, and then it just peers off and flies away. <laughs> yeah. That's why they need VoIP, so I can play, uh, I will show you the world, because I'm flying oh around. Gosh. Did, did Nikita say in the last podcast, basically, like, I got the impression that he's like, nah, fuck VoIP. Fuck VoIP. Yeah, I got, I got that impression, too. And, like, if he feels like that, it's probably just not going to happen, which oh, I'm okay no. with that. I would get some meme potential out of it, you know, it could be fun, but oh, yeah. could, for the for the health of the game, I can understand, you know, yeah. why they would want But I mean, for me, it's still going to be like, if, if we have radios, it's going to be the same thing. You know, if someone gets on your frequency or, you know. Radios would be cool for, uh, I think radios would be cool. Maybe not open VoIP, but like you need a radio and can only communicate if you're on the same frequency. Yeah, but how am I going to get that frequency what about to you when you're going to shoot the living It's meant to be... It's meant to be more like you're going into a raid with someone else and you somehow yeah, can like communicate for the frequency. But the, the other part was... Comms, yeah, that, add more voice comms. And then that way, not just like what they've got, but like expand it more. And There's a whole meta game to being able to communicate with voice comms. I mean, look, look at like what Smoke does. And, and I, I mean, I learned the voice comms literally by just watching Smoke when I first started streaming. Yeah, um, it's so good. And it's so, it's so much fun. But so many simple things are limited. Like you can't, you can't ask for things. Um, you can't say very specific things that um, I think that they already have recordings for. They just haven't added into the game. Like, yeah, they, yeah. If they expanded more, like, hey, buddy, you want a massage? For the in-game company, like the radio thing. I've never played a video game that ever had. A good system for using radios and frequencies. It's always just something no one just ever fucking used because it was so like you know, like the, uh, the kids that they were going to have with the frequencies that you could actually scan the frequencies every now and then, and there would be a message, and the message would give you coordinate coordinates or or some information to get loot. Um, but it would be like randomized throughout the raid, or not every raid that you'd be able to do it, and it'd be at a different time kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that I, they're, they're making a solution for a problem no one's having because everyone just uses Discord. Yeah. So yeah. why fucking bother? It's just a waste of manpower. I think it's, it's for like the, for teaming up with randoms, basically. Like they, especially in the future when and these this is something that again I think that they don't. I, I don't think that they have planned anymore. But the whole idea of like you shouldn't kill a bear if you're a bear, right? Like, you should team up. Okay, well, then we need tools to be able to communicate, not just fucking wiggle before you get your head blown off. Yeah. Have you guys recently got in a raid where you weren't the Chad and you got to team up with someone? Because I get killed. Yeah. doesn't matter how many times I say ceasefire these days or dicky needles, I, I still get shot every time. Every Because it's time. only worth it if they're a streamer and they want the content. Otherwise, there's just no point. I made or a friend maybe the other day, you. but that's only right. because he was like a Mosin man, and I was like full Chad. But that's because like it's easy to take a pet when they're shit. Yeah, <laughs> and the other it happened reason, more the other when the game I... was smaller. But yeah, dude, yeah. I I, yeah. I agree with Anton. It was a little bit closer. The zoomers yeah. took over. I still <laughs> what are you sit here. About Zoomer? Every day I still go. Damn it! I really wish our scavs had our players' names. You know. 
Just show show your IGN underneath your scav name. But yeah, in brackets. Yeah, the anonymity of that kind of sucks because, like, you know, yeah. Shame is not a a, a bad enough penalty for <laughs> too many people are shameless. <laughs> I feel like avoid. Snug. What were you gonna say? No, I, I, I would love VoIP and just have the ability to mute it, honestly. Because I mean, it, you can make so many. I, I'm just thinking back about the days on Scum when Slushy runs across the battlefield and even sings fucking Red Z. <laughs> Dude, I was, so uh, I was playing Dead Side. Good. I was playing Dead Side, and honestly, ninety percent of the VoIP was just like f word, or it was so bad. It made me not want VoIP in Tarkov. Yeah, but it then you just really bad. press one button to mute it. I mean... All it's gonna be, though, is just hatchlings running around just listening to fucking Russian hard bass. Like, there's no... Uh, there's nothing else. And then I just... Content? <laughs> I'll get all of them. It is content for, like, a little while, but then it's just like, okay, this is just... I want for it, but I understand why people don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, think, I would like to hear somebody pleading for their life at the beginning of a wipe. Like, come on, man! I got my, I got my, you know, my lighter. Just let me get out of here. Like, my, my, my wife's getting home soon. I gotta get off. You know, I gotta make a really long Reddit post about Pistoli cheating later. Like, I mean, I'm the best, the best really content ever. Yeah, so the only games it really works in is games that have like whitelisted servers, like um, like your fucking no pixel. Otherwise, it's just like you you can you can have like like Daisy. It works sometimes. Like you talk to some people, but then like you you can walk up to someone, you'd be like, "Hey, buddy," and they just do <laughs> back. That's like I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking on there. <laughs> Daisy VoIP is pretty good. People are pretty cool in that game. I think yeah, there's no one left playing it besides the hardcores. Oh. I'm being well, yeah, serious. Yeah. Like the, no, you're right. I thought you were being rude, but you're right. There's right. like two different kinds of guys you'd run into in Daisy. It's, it's it's always like the generic white dudes like, I just went up to Northwest Airfield and got wrecked, so here I am on the coast again. And then there's the other guy, like, <laughs> I don't know. How's the other guy go? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hear it. <laughs> the other, one, wait, the other one's the guy. The, oh, the other guy's like, Oh, you're friendly too? Okay, let's go have some beans. <laughs> Everyone else just kills you on site. So. That's the best that's the best sales pitch I've heard for DayZ. Now I want to go play. I've never played it before. That just sold it. After this Veritas, you and I play some DayZ? Yeah, sure. No. I think I have like four minutes in DayZ. So did you guys play Deadside? Dude, fucking yes. Okay, Deadside was cool. I played it. I played it at the beginning. It was fun, but the fucking ADS of that gun, it feels like you're playing totally accurate battle simulator. Like everyone's oh, yeah. wrist is made of rubber, yeah. dude. You're just fucking uh, bouncing around. Like, I don't know. Crouch, but it's super bobbly. There's no end game. The bases you can't raid. It's fucking bullshit. There's nothing to do in your base. Like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Personally. I, I, so many of these survival games these days, I swear what they're dropping is they just like, they, they fire up Unreal Engine. They make a fucking terrain and then their FPS character walk around like fucking character controller. And then they're yep. like, this is a concept. 
And they're like, we're gonna add all we're gonna add all this other shit. Um, the stuff that we added so far is from the uh, Unreal Engine fucking asset store. But yeah, we promise you we're gonna run all this other fucking cool shit in the future. We don't know how to fucking make any of it, and we don't have any employees that can make any of it, but we're gonna put it in later, I promise you. Yeah. Yeah, they they all put in baseballing just to literally like, oh well, I guess we got a baseballing too. Like miscreated was a great game. Baseballing fucking sucked dick. So I mean the same thing with Dead Side, like I don't know. There's a lot of it. Like no one's done yeah. base building quite like you know well either like Minecraft or like Rust like Rust is base building yeah it's amazing yeah I mean uh, isn't Scum Scum also came out with the base building so, so too too late yeah yeah it just yeah. wasn't everyone like, just failed yeah Scum was they didn't even have any like Holy crafting shit. that was like nothing or you could make is like spears and a fire and then it was like <laughs> why would I make that when I can just like fucking walk into any bunker and just become fucking better operator god like, i i, I did like the, the collection crafting and scum like you could start up and just search for rocks and then you could you know so like they did have kind of like a nice like loop for it but you know in the end like your crafting but, like was kind of shit you know but yeah. that, that was the problem with scum though like it just had that it had the it was a fucking unreal engine terrain with a fucking player controller and you can make a cool little couple of things but that, it was like foreplay without sex. Like you, it's just like you, you, you just start getting warmed up, and then it's like, oh, where's the rest of the game? Like I don't know. Yeah, where the hell is it? It's scum at the beginning when I was playing scum. The the most viewed cl- one of the most viewed clips on my channel was me trying to snipe at somebody from a building, and then my character started fucking diarrhea shitting on a rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't control. Yes. I, was, oh I was prone sniping at some dude. My character just gets up and fucking pulls his pants. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's like robots and shit oh, yeah. shooting at me. There's just fucking liquid diarrhea. Like, yeah. You really love that, though, but one of the best, one of the most viewed clips on my channel for like ages was me um shitting on X Cuddy's head from like the top of the church. <laughs> so this is my first day of scum it's like hey slice you want to play together like yeah man this would be sick right i get sniped by like x cuddy and i think it was willers and slice is like all right i'm gonna go play with them now it just fucking oh, ditched me like that, no oh, no I, bar- I bargained for my life i bargained for my life and then you were like oh, well i'm on the other side of the map and i'm like well i'm not walking that far <laughs> and ever since then i don't like doing duos Oh, okay. Okay. Cut deep. I don't do duos. I ruined it. Oh, man. I ruined it, boy. No shit. What did you we... expect me to do? Just, just fall on the sword for you, bro? Yes. I had a pistol. Can we start again? I had a realization oh, yeah, no worries, last yeah. night. A realization last night that, like, players ever. that maybe one of the only, uh, one of the main reasons that I do Lone Wolf, and I didn't realize it until I was thinking about it, was uh, me playing Contra with my younger brother and him just fucking wasting all the extra lives jumping off a fucking. I don't know if you remember that. If the second player yeah. you had shared lives, they would just start borrowing your lives. Yeah, I think that's why. That's why I run low. Cool. Wolf, I just can't talk to lives. chat. I, I was like, I always get too focused on everyone else and no chat. Fun times. Oh. Yeah. I appreciate well, you having me on. Welcome. It's been fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah, good times. This is the first time oh, we've actually had contra. the entire team here from the start. Yeah, this is the, actually the, the only time. So I was like, oh, I better ask Sequisha yeah. to come along this week because, you know, someone's not going to rock up. I actually thought it was going to be Veritas this week. <laughs> and I was like, someone's not going to rock up. And then it'll be perfect while I'm six. And- Good mic. <laughs>
Listen, I've been up for 24 hours now, all right? You've relaxed. Listen, you calm down. Stop drinking that beautiful, beautiful energy. <laughs> Shut up, chat. Sorry. I think I'm delayed. Am I del They uh, kicked W'd me too much. <laughs> and I don't know why. That's just your brain, yeah. bud. <laughs> Still waking up. Did you end up building a computer, Anton? Like one that. Like, don't, I worked? don't even want to. I okay. fucking. I, I lost all motivation for building that, and then the whole Corona thing. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait did try you not finish it? it? What's up? Did you not finish it? No, the I think the CPU is dead. He's never going to live this down. Wait, I thought he at least got a new CPU and then built it up again. Not yet. Dead you know, Ripper. I lost hope on it, or lost motivation. You, are okay, you got a, a dead Ripper. Nice. I got a dead Ripper. Or those were sticks. <laughs> Chat thinks I'm an idiot and I don't know how to build computers, but something was wrong with that. I mean, for once, it sounds like they're onto something. <laughs> oh. so I built like five it, PCs and they always booted. They always booted. There is a shit it does, bro. That's why I just pay people to build it for me. I fuck around with that stuff. I posted in Discord. Have you seen the new uh, Thread Ripper too? Fucking no. check that shit. Are they for real? That's a troll, bro. <laughs> that shit's so powerful. They're so big, though. They're huge. It looks like a Lenovo laptop. What is that? Man, I'll bring it up. I'll, I'll bring it up for the stream. You're gonna need yeah. more than a drop of thermal paste for that bitch. That's like a yeah. fucking Kindle, dude. Have you seen the new Kindles? That's way bigger than a Kindle, man. That like literally yeah. looks like it's just a hunk of steel. I thought it was real because <laughs> the, they're uh, actually almost that big. They're fucking. They're really big. They are. That's, that's the processing the power house. you need. That's gonna be the new rich person meta: is tiling your house in those, so you like have them all over the floor. Instead of a Bitcoin solar panel, out. solar panel um, shingles, they'll just be thread ripper shingles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got an Italian marble staircase. <laughs> yeah, you puff prick. I've got a Fred Ripper staircase. <laughs> yeah, if you hadn't said anything, I there's nothing about that photo that would have made me think that that wasn't serious. Real. <laughs> I actually did look at it. I was like, is is that real? Like, I actually thought it was real. I mean, if Thread Ripper was like spelled wrong or something, like if it was the Thread Gripper or something, then I would have probably. <laughs> didn't know they have. A they have a 32 core, which is the one I tried to get, and they're coming out with a 64 core, which seems way over. I don't know what you crazy 3D. The, the 64 core? No, there's a leaked image of it right here. Is is there an an actual CPU out there that can? <laughs> no way! God damn it! That is there is... an actual CPU out there at the moment that can run OBS on the slowest encoding mode? What on, uh, Wait, what? Oh, which one? Because you, when you're running on CPU, it's like medium preset. It's like the standard. That you can't uh, I'm running. Who I'm running mine. CPU anymore? I'm running mine on slower, and uh, any any more than that uh, is just like your your the diminishing return. Like the curve flattens off real quick, you know, yeah. or, or it gets like incre uh, the the opposite direction. You just not. I think any um, anything slower than slow is is fucked, isn't it? 
I don't, I don't uh, think I've ever been. Kind of. I'm I'm doing this on the streaming computer. It's a uh, it's a 7980XE, so it's pretty much that's literally all it's doing. I don't do anything else on that fucking computer. It's like fucking chat and fucking OBS, and that's it. But so you're streaming for encoding with the processor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using the software encoding. I because I I have a 1060 in the stream PC and right. a 9700, and the 1060 performs. But if I just do NVENC encoding, it's just way better than. Right, right, right. Process. Yeah, yeah. It, it it works really well, like right out of the box. Um, and it and it scales better with bitrate, which we don't have. Uh, we've got you know pretty limited bitrate. Like if you could stream off of your video card uh, using the NVENC uh, hardware encoding, and we had like fifteen k bitrate, your your cast would look fucking awesome. But you know we just don't have that right now. Maybe they should like. Well, that's it. The I won't I say record it for my uh, YouTube with a with NVENC and then put that up to 15k for YouTube and it looks great. That's, I record like, everything at 30k bitrate. I think honestly, record a 30k bitrate and and do, upload it at 1440p and you, it will actually look amazing on YouTube. Yeah, well, because you get the better um, because everything's not getting averaged to like the blurry shit in between, like the two shades of grass aren't getting averaged down to a large brick of it. You get like better like super sampling from it when it's scaled down. So yeah. Like painkillers makes no difference on YouTube. Like when you got it that bit right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I learned a lot with the raid series. If you've got the hard draw space to do it, 30K bit right. I finally bought a uh, NAS. Oh my God, I'm so excited. All right. I think we might oh, wrap this one up here, if that's all right, guys. We're at the, yeah, uh, yeah. we're around the two hour mark now. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, no one got too offended with all the shit we said about everyone and, and all that. I think we were pretty tame. Are yeah, you posting this uh, podcast anywhere else? Like any other. I put it on YouTube. Platform? So um, I don't know if you've got a YouTube channel. I can link that. Otherwise, I'll link your Twitch channel. Yeah, you could probably put this on Google Play. You could probably put it on the Apple on thing and whatever else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of people who actually really enjoy listening to it. I don't know why. We just talk a lot of shit most of the time. I, and I still have that the podcast, the team podcast. We just have that one episode, but it's still there. If we ever want to, if you want to regularly toss the stuff there, we can. I'll have a look yeah. into it. Um, but I, I do record it. So if you want to watch it on YouTube, you can. Um, I will make it so it's just an audio version somewhere as well. Um, so you guys can actually get on that. Um, but everyone who's been around uh, watching it, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I will be up on YouTube if you missed it. Otherwise, the VOD is up. Uh, if you've subbed or donated to charity during this as well, thanks so much for that. I do apologize that I don't read them out during it. I got the alerts off. Um, the focus is just on us talking shit and giving as much love to Veritas as we possibly can because we all love Veritas mm -hmm. so much. <sighs> Anton. <laughs> what up? Who's Mike? My co cock. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was some that was some cod modern warfare too. <laughs> I don't know what it and was. this is why we can't have void. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. The shit. <clears throat> it changed my life. All right, there's everyone <laughs> on the panel. Go give them a follow if you enjoyed any of their content. Ask them all the questions they want. Uh, when are you going live? The question next. Uh, I, I was going to go live before this, but I couldn't pass up the opportunity to hang out with you guys here, uh, but probably, probably in a little bit. Cool. So make you sure you go all... give Sequisha a follow as well. Um, find enough to spend a couple of hours, hours of his time hanging out here yeah. talking with us. I'm going to run the outro. We'll find someone to host in the Tarkov uh, community. And uh, thanks so much, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow uh, with more hardcore Tarkov.
Peace. Later. Hey, guys. Later.